everybody, welcome to another CornerCast podcast here on casterscorner.com. I'm your host, Khalil. And this week on the podcast, we have our friend MJ from Total Toy Recon. Um, you can find MJ and the team at Total Toy Recon on all social media and TotalToyRecon.com. Uh, so make sure to go give them a follow. Uh, they are growing. <laughs> they are one of the bigger accounts. Um, lots of fun memes, lots of lots of toy news. Uh, great to follow them for sure. MJ's been a really good friend uh, since we met last year at Toy... Well, not yeah, last year at Toy Fair, not this year. Um, it, it just seems like so long ago. Um, so what's going on in casterscorner.com? We are continuing our... Uh, toy of the day. Of course, we're in the high 140s, I want to say. We're almost at 150. Um, so we're really excited about that. Um, we're about 30 days out from from six months, which is insane to say. Um, we just wrapped up our Star Wars week, thanks to Hasbro for providing so many samples for us to take a look at. Um, but we've been chomping at the bit to talk about the other stuff we've got in the mail and picked up at the stores. Um, we've got McFarlane toys. We've got some masters of the universe. We've got some toy box figures. We got Jurassic park. Um, I can honestly say we're going to take a break from star Wars for a little bit. I don't think there's anything new coming out anytime soon that we have. Um, we got more Mezco coming up. We, we this is just, just, there's a lot and legends. Oh God, there's more legends coming too. Um, so we got a lot going on in the toy of the day. So make sure to go check that out on YouTube, um, youtube.com backslash casters corner. And yeah. And, uh, just one little aside. Um, we posted some pictures. We checked out red five toys in East long metal, Massachusetts this week. Uh, bill junior, I JT, um, and Brian, uh, we all, all piled into cars and, and headed up there and, and checked out, um, the new shop. And I have to say, if you have not heard of them, they're not sponsoring the podcast. They are not, um, uh, paying me to say this. It was, it was a really good experience. They were really nice people. Um, was really happy to support them, dropped quite a few hundred dollars worth of, of cash, um, on their, in their register. Um, got some really great, um, vintage, toys at really great prices. I was really surprised. Um, I mean, they're vintage toys, so they're not mint mint. Um, but the prices were so much better than eBay and any of the secondary market that I've seen. Um, they were fair pricing and they had a great selection and they are refreshing certain sections every four weeks. So I'm really excited to see what they have upcoming. Um, their theme for right now for the next few weeks is masters. Um, they're going to do GoBots and transformers and visionaries. They've got some really fun stuff. And so they are going to continue to get my business as long as they continue to stock these things. Um, so make sure to check out, um, let me just make sure red rev red red five underscore toys underscore and underscore collectibles on Instagram and, uh, red five toys on, um, on Facebook, make sure to check them out. If you're in the area, go and check them out for sure. It is definitely worth the trip and I'll be making multiple trips up there over the next few months, I'm sure. Um, and continue to support them. I've got some really great Thundercat stuff, um, that you may or may not see in the background on, um, on our upcoming shows, um, on YouTube. Uh, so I've rambled on enough. And so MJ and I just talked everything. 
from toys to complaining to the markets. I mean, at some point, you know, there's a new GI Joe. So of course that came up. Um, but you know, we worked through that and, and, and talked about other stuff too. Um, and so, uh, I hope you guys enjoy. So make sure to go and give them a follow, um, at total toy recon on socials, tototoyrecon.com for sure. Um, remember to give us a follow. We are at casters corner on all social media, uh, on YouTube as well. Go check out the toy of the day. Um, we do a new toy or set of toys every day on our YouTube channel. Um, remember to subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate it. And subscribe to this podcast. The more of you that subscribe, the more cool things we get to do. And then we get to share them with you. And I think that's the best part of this journey, to be honest with you, um, is to be able to share our passion and our love for this hobby and, and this medium, this art medium, because I think a lot of this stuff is art. Um, so yeah, so without any further ado, um, Enjoy the podcast with myself and MJ. Enjoy. How you been? Good, good. Uh, it's busy, like doing this thing, like getting that all set up and doing the dailies. Um, yeah, just kind of like going. Like, it's just, I feel like I'm on a train right now that just, I can't get off. Like, it's not going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like day job, like work till five, work till five, work till five, at five. If I can sneak in like a 30 minute nap and then it's like website, like get the podcast going, get the toy of the day up, do the photos, like just grinding away. Like my son, my son loves the YouTube toy of the day thing. We watch it. Oh, and you. uh yeah we pop on because i didn't even realize that it tells you when the live comes on oh yeah, yeah, yeah so so we were like on youtube it popped up and i went that's my friend he was like no way that's awesome. so, uh, like you, you gave me such cred you have no idea that's awesome yeah i'm i i you know i said i was gonna go 365 like i was gonna try to make it one year no breaks like i might pre-record some stuff if i want to take a vacation this summer it makes sense but like um, for, for, for all intents and purposes, we will have 365 videos and it's evolved. It's changed. Like it was just video. It was just like, here's a dark room and here's what I got and here's what I'm going to do. And now I'm like, okay, so we got the background, we got the lights, we got a gallery. Now you can go look at like, it's like all the little pieces and everybody's like, you're not going to make it like for, for not, not so much that I couldn't do a video a day. Cause I have, but I'm like, no, no, I got, I don't think you guys realize how much I buy. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's the, that's the real, when people who don't collect see the stuff that like people like us have, they're like, how does this even happen? Like, yeah. oh no, so. like, today alone, I'm sitting here. I've got one, two, three, four. I got four new toys. So that's four days right there. Yeah. So I'm like. Okay, that's almost a week. That's more than half a week. So, um, and it just keeps happening. I haven't had to dig into the archives yet to like pull stuff to pull something to open. Okay, yeah. Well, not even well, to open. Like it's just like so when everything shut down, I was trying to figure out what to do. So I tried to do video reviews. I was trying to edit video and whatever. And I just was. It just was. Just, it was too much. Like I just couldn't. It, like the learning curve for me was just too big. 
So I was like, screw it. I'm just not going to do it. So all the toys I bought from like March until November, I haven't touched. Oh, okay. Like they're open, they're organized, but I haven't like photographed them. I haven't talked about them. I haven't reviewed them. So I've got like that and I haven't had to dip into that yet, which is the insane part. Um, Nice. So, yeah. Well, remind me after this, I'll send you, there's an app when, uh, when we were with, uh, action figure junkies and we were doing lives like every day, yeah. there's this really nice app that you can record through that you can preset video pop-ups. So if you have stuff and instead of having to do it in post, you could do it while you're oh, nice. doing it. It's yeah. pretty cool. Okay. Mm. So how are you doing? What's new with you? What's going on with you? <sighs> Just working, man, and and doing this every day. You know, it's it's nonstop. You're always, you know, you look at your phone, thirty messages. Look what happened. You missed it. You weren't on for a half hour. It's like, you know, it's a sickness. It is. I'm I'm like I, I think I hit the point recently where I'm just like I don't I don't want to look at my phone. Like that burnout part is real. Like I don't mind doing the videos and, and doing this every mm-hmm. day and, and, you know, looking at posing toys out. But like, as far as like the social media keep up, it's like, I burnt out a little bit. Like I've taken a step back. Not horrible. Like I'm still like two, yeah. three times a day, but like the 10, 10, 10 posts a day. I was like, I can't, I just can't. So, well, the thing, the thing that sucks too is, is that, every once in a while you just get flushed out through whatever the algorithm is. And like, so recently, probably two weeks ago, we went from doing no joke, like 350 interactions, 350,000 interactions a day or more Mm -hmm. down to 60, just, just drops off. And there's just, there's no reason for it. So you just kind of muddle through, do your thing, you know? But what I, what I find the craziest is, is because there's so many people that are on social media, you'll have one person that loves the thing, one person that hates the thing. Yeah. And they just, they just will not play nice. Like there's no longer common ground or discussion. It's just, just, you know, at each other's throats. If you post two of something, you're a scalper instantly. Yeah. Like, Right off the bat. And it doesn't matter if you're getting them for a friend. Like if I pick something up for you and I post the picture, somebody's going to go, you should have left that. You're a scalper. And I, I was talking to somebody about it this week. And I think it's a mixture of like COVID and keeping people home has driven everybody crazy. And the fact that since you're home and you're on your phone more, the second that somebody finds that thing that you want, yeah you know i think it's it's you know i think it's i think it's also related to like the the culture we're in a little bit where it's the i don't explain i'm trying to figure like it makes sense in my head i don't know if i can explain it it's that idea of like um it's like the binge idea right the binge tv idea like it's out i got it i'm gonna watch it all i'm not gonna absorb it i'm not gonna appreciate it as much as i would a show from like 20 years ago, but I'm going to take it all. And, but then it's done, right? It's like, I've taken it, I've consumed it, I've put it away and I'm done with it. And I feel like the retailers are doing that with product where it's like, we stocked it, we sold it. We're not doing this anymore. Where it's like, 
so there's there is this genuine feeling of anticipation and and fear that if you don't get it in the first week you're never going to see it again um and that didn't used to be like when i started um in like 2011 or tw- or 10 i started doing legos right and Ooh, slippery slope it is and i remember going in in january that first year because i got like the batman joker place that when when they got the dc license back and they were doing cool stuff um i bought that set and i was like oh this is kind of fun all right well i'm gonna get into it and i went to walmart after christmas and atlantis and the pharaoh sets were on clearance like every single one like within a week i could get everything 50 percent off right that does not happen anymore like at all even lego and and that is what i noticed where it's like there's not extra there's not stuff they're not stocking the shelves to stay stocked they're just stocking it to sell out product and i i think it's also because i was just thinking about this so if you think about um, the new Marvel Legends wave, which is the, the Shang-Chi wave, yeah. right? And then think about the Black Widow wave that hit. Now, I, it just feels like when that came out, people were just like, okay, the movie's not out yet. We're not really sure. They didn't go so crazy about that wave as they're going crazy about this new wave that it's coming. And I think it's just because you're getting bombarded. There's not a week that doesn't go by that there's not two three four five reveals yeah just consistently so you you feel like because there's so much out there it's like oh, i gotta grab it while, while i can just as hot as i can i gotta get i gotta get yeah. it well and then and then there's a feeling like i i found them it, it, it's like everybody's the stores aren't also playing by the same rules um one of the guys on the marvel team said today that um or last night they were like we're sorry about um the Modoc figure because we don't put release dates. We don't put street dates on comic book figures. So that bullshit that there's a street date for it is, is bullshit. Like we should have been able to walk in to target two weeks ago and buy Modoc if they had them. Um, but they held them for the Shang-Chi release today, which, you know, th- there's that thing where I went into Walmart this week. Who fell? Uh, you that had was, a, you that had was a phantom, phantom, <laughs> phantom hit somebody, hit somebody else. Out. <laughs> done it twice already. Um, uh, walking to Walmart, got the entire, uh, Shang-Chi wave, got the entire, Mar- uh, Star Wars retro wave, walked out, checked out, no problem at all. Go to Target, you're treated like a criminal. Like the Target thing is just, you know, and like, I listen, I, my little corner of the internet. Right. I'm not I'm not the biggest guy out there, but I personally feel like shits is not right there. It really isn't. No. What's going on is wrong. So I am gonna anytime somebody sends me a photo, a video of somebody doing something that they shouldn't, it's going on my page. Yeah. And then the funniest thing is people are like tagging like it makes a difference and a god bless everybody you know but they're like we tag target corporate and hasbro in this and they need to do something they're not gonna do anything no, no. it's not gonna happen i've got messages though i will say that when i've posted stuff like that um target corporate has reached out 
Um, I've had one or two people reach out, but you know, nothing happens. At nothing the end of changes. The, what do you, what are you going to do? Cause really, cause here's the other thing I was thinking about, right? With where everybody is today with COVID. Now there are scalpers. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but are you going to be mad at somebody who doesn't scalp all the time, comes on a turtle set and can can use that 200 bucks for their family? That's where it's like, it's so weird because there's so many shades of gray, you know? Right. Well, and then the other problem is everybody was getting real pissy about, um, about the major blood leak. Right. Mm. And everybody was like, you know. Oh yeah, like on the on on the message on the not message boards, Jesus, um, on the Facebook groups and on the Instagram posts and all that stuff that was happening for it. Like we were watching it go from like two hundred dollars. I saw it when it was two hundred bucks, and I I was considering bidding for two hundred because I'm like two hundred bucks. I get it early. It's going to be a bump in numbers. It's worth it. Like whatever. Um, and then it, at one point it hit like twenty five thousand dollars. And everybody was like, oh, this is great. We're going to stick it to them. And I'm like, you guys aren't doing what you think you're doing. Nope. You're making it look like these things are gold. And this is why Target employees are hiding them. Like, because they think that a case Mm -hmm. of six of these guys is going to be worth like $150,000. Like... This is why this is happening. And I'm like, you got, you're not, it's the opposite. Don't bid, don't bid, don't buy. But it's, it's the collector market, right? Everybody's got to have what somebody else doesn't like. Yeah. I mean, I've uh, even like the last couple times I was at target and I saw somebody. Now, if I ever see somebody in an aisle looking at like collector's items, I always try to talk to them Yeah, yeah. right off the Same bat. Thing. Yeah. Cause how, how many times are you going to run into somebody like that in, in, in person? And one or two times I've walked in an aisle and they've literally cleared the, the peg. Just not even like, not even that they were going to buy it, but just in case it was what I was looking for, yeah. they, they had to put it in their cart. And I was like, okay, this is new. I guess, all right, we're that cold-blooded now. All right. <laughs> you know, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's there's, there's a little bit of like insanity when it comes to this stuff and everybody's saying, Oh, it's COVID. It's, it's because we were locked up. It was, you know, because we didn't go. And I'm like, I, I don't think so. I, I think people, I, I think how I say this, it's, it's not that COVID did it. I think COVID created the situation where everybody's looking for a quick buck. And oh yeah. I, and well, think, it, 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 and then that's the one. It, it definitely turned it up like you know to 10 but there's there's other factors there's the fact that like with the amount of amazing stuff that's coming out from hasbro neca mattel all these really cool figures i was actually this wednesday i'm going to do an interview with the guy from the loyal subjects and i've been posting uh the bst axn line and so buffy dropped uh this week and people were in my comments just like brutal about it yeah and so he sent me a message and he's like people don't realize with the license like they don't own her actual license or like her actual image so we have to make a blonde femme fatale we can't make sarah michelle gallant or what you know what i mean so i get that 
there's there's like these there's this behind the scenes nuance sometimes that people don't go. So I said to him, listen, if you want, come on, we'll talk about it. So he's going to come on on Wednesday and we're going to talk like literally about some of the stuff that the average person who's just buying may not understand. You know, I, I will like I, I get that. Like I completely understand because it it's like the mini mate thing, right? Mini mates don't have to go through licensing approval. Like, well, licensing approval, yes, but like likeness rights, like they don't have to get the approval from the actors because they're like parody kind of like they're mm-hmm. goofy. But like the problem is. What, what, and uh, please bring this up. Feel, feel free to bring this up with him. No, definitely. Um, what they're showing us for protos are like the actors. And, and when we get the final product, it's like, this doesn't look like what you promised us for the pre-orders. Mm-hmm. Like Buffy and Angel went up for pre-order. Napoleon Dynamite and Gandalf went up for pre-order. And they looked amazing. Like they looked really good. And then when you get in hand, you're like, well, this wasn't what, you know, what I was promised. Like, or this wasn't what I ordered. So I think the disconnect there where it's like you're 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 sending out these promo images for pre-order, customers expect that's what they're getting in the box. And so when they get something that's, you know, uh, uh, fleshed out or, 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 or toned down, I think that's where the reaction is um, for the disappointment. I will 100% bring that up because I think that's a great point. And I think what people don't realize is, is whenever you go back to an older property, you're going to have issues that you don't have today. Because when you sign on to the MCU, to DC, you're signing over your likeness. You're not, actually. No? No. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. No, because like it, it came up that they did sculpts for Michael Keaton... And I think they did. I don't know if they did the sculpt. Or oh, I mean, I mean, currently, like if you're going to start, if you're going to be in the next Iron Man movie. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, we thought that those were locked up because because of the way they oh, were wow. doing it. But like, um, uh, especially the Spider-Man villains um, for the last two Spider-Man movies, their likeness, like Hall and uh, Michael Keaton didn't get didn't approve their likenesses. Ah, okay. So that's why the unmasked prototype head for Keaton floated around, but it was never ah, actually okay. released. Um, and I think the same thing in some way, shape, or form happened. With Jill- I, I point blank. I'm like, you know, why aren't you guys doing them? And they're like, oh, it's not part of their contracts to be to have their actual faces. So that's why we have masked faces for those guys. Um, I would like to think so. I think they do it with Star Wars. I think Star Wars is like, yeah, no, you yeah. sign up for Star Wars, you're you're in. But I don't think Marvel has the same deal. So, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it to me, it is just you couldn't be in a better time to collect, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a matter now of pick and choose because it's it's damn near impossible to get everything that comes out. That's cool. It's just you you'd yeah. have to be you know, Scrooge McDuck money to get every single thing that's coming out. So like I stick with, uh, Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, uh, and DC, and then only select DC. Now I can't even, cause some of it just gets too deep. Yeah, no, I agree. Like my McFarland stuff is definitely pulled back where it was like, I was getting everything. And then I was like, okay, like we're going to pull it back a little bit. Um, but I, I, I wish I think I, I wish I had as much 
the ability to pull back as much as you just mentioned, because I, I can't, I just absolutely can't. Um, speaking of Ghostbusters, did you see the Bill Murray reaction to the, the little, yes, that I'm, I am, I think, I think I'm more excited for that movie than any other movie coming out. Uh, I'm, I'm going so crazy that we're this close to July and they pushed it back to freaking whatever October November yeah. but did you hear the interview that he did before that no right? no 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 so so he did an interview where they were asking him about the shoot and he said he basically alluded to the fact that he puts the the proton pack back on and he said like I don't remember what it was like to carry this thing around for a whole day like my back was screaming so Whatever happens, you're going to see Bill Murray with the proton pack on, and that's it. Sign me up. I'm I'm mainlining that. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm really excited for it. I'm disappointed that the the Kristen Wiig one didn't get as much um credit as it deserved because I thought it was a funny movie. I thought it was. Pretty it was. Funny. It was entertaining. My son like my son really likes it. So when you disconnect yourself from the um, there's that guy. It's uh, the movie critic. Um, what's his name? The guy, he does all the YouTube reviews. Uh, he watches them, so you don't have to or whatever. Okay. I'll, I'll send it to you. And he did this amazing thing where he re- was reviewing the new movie, and then he had different camps. So the Ghostbuster people that say that the only movie that's good is the first one, and the second one is Sacrilege. The people that will only believe in the second movie. Then you've got the people that just hated on it because they were men mm-hmm. and it, they can't be women. So there's just so many different segments of the fandom. And I just, the first time I watched it, I went, all right, you know, maybe wasn't the first movie, but a couple times in, you're like, this is fun. Yeah. It really was. Um, I think, I think what, what got me was they touted it as a sequel to yeah. begin with and then they reshot the first movie in a lot of ways and mixed it with the first the second first and second movie um and i thought god it would have been so good if they had exp- like if they had just put in a line there where they go didn't this happen before like didn't it th- why don't we remember and then at the end like from the grave like egon is like we're here like yeah, <laughs> like I, you know, it's like one of those kind of things where it's like, which I think is going to be what kind of connects us to the next one, where it's like, you know, everybody's forgotten about them, or, or you know, it's been so long. Um, but I'm psyched. I'm so psyched for it. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, there, there's. I don't. Do you ever see the cartoon, The Extreme Ghostbusters? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't remember very well, but I remember it. Like, so. The last two episodes of that, there was one season, it was a ton of episodes, it was like 50 some odd episodes, the last two episodes were the original Ghostbusters come back, mm-hmm. and that that's it. Like, it, it, I mean, right there is the movie that everybody wants to see. Yeah. New generation, old generation, pass the torch, and we'll all be very happy. It it, it made me excited last year when, when um, uh, the Reitman's were at toy fair and they, you know, they did the talk and they talked to us. I I think that that was one of those moments where I'm like, it's going to be good. Like it, 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 in a lot of ways it passed the torch literally. (laughs) And then in the Mm -hmm. film, it'll pass, you know, theoretically it'll pass it. So I think that idea of keeping it in the family, and I don't think it disrespects 
the female one at all. It just kind of was like they cho- Paul Feig chose to go in a different direction that ostracized it from the canon. And I think that's where it fell apart. They've actually, as wild as it sounds, in the comic books, they've kind of patched it all together that in a awesome. way that makes sense. Yeah, so, but, so, speaking of that, so they were there at Toy Fair, right? So we saw the figures. Yeah. Looked awesome. Now, other than what, the Transformer Electatron mm-hmm. and the the uh, Ecto One, we haven't really seen anything else. If there is to be, the kids' product has showed up. Like the yeah, the kids' stuff yeah. starting to roll out. Yeah, yeah. But do you think have they said? And I missed it. Or are we going to get more figures? I don't remember. I don't know. I I think they're holding it all to the vest because you know I this is the one of those times where I hate marketing. <laughs> like because it's because I'm sure they're looking at going. Well, these didn't sell well. Like Walmart and Target are going, well, we had to put these on clearance. Like they had to go like we, you know, and Target's still holding on to them at full price. Like, oh, it's crazy. It's, you know, it's uh, Sigourney Weaver is just sitting there like for, you know, a year now. Um, But I don't think it's fair to judge it on that because it never got the shake. It never got a fair shake. Like it got shut down like everything else. I personally hope that they do more figures. Like I want, you know, a build a figure Vigo. You know what I mean? Like I know they're not going to do a Yanish, but, but like how cool would it be to get one? Like, um, diamond did one. Um, yep. But, uh, you it's know, right back there. I, yeah, that's one of my biggest regrets of not doing those two sets, to be honest with you. Cause I didn't do the first, I didn't do the rooftop and I didn't do the firehouse and I'm, kicking myself now for that the the rooftop is literally where i keep my uh my second screen for my when i plug into my laptop i have it sitting it's if i turn you literally will see it's right here oh that's awesome (laughs) that's so awesome it's like i have the thing built and it's like where the heck are you gonna put this thing like there's not even furniture really that you can put it on. And I happen to have like a faux dining room table as a desk. Yeah. So I went, screw it. I'm going to drop it right here. And then in the front of the firehouses, like it's just so cool. Yeah, it really is. But then the crazy thing about that is, is that that part of that one is the real ghostbusters line that they did. And those figures, just those six go for like 600 bucks or more like like egon i think is a couple hundred bucks yeah like that's it's it's insane like what what they're going for um and it just well because we, you don't get stuff like that anymore right we don't get play sets necessarily we don't get like the big figures anymore um unless you're paying the premium for them um so it's it's one of those things where it's like you know they're showing off the box for the sentinel and uh, and I saw it. And oh like, God, yeah. Where the fuck am I gonna put that? Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> it looks like a doorway, like a small, like to go in that a crawl space is about the size of this thing. Yeah, no, no, no. The ones I got coming will be a doorway. I can stack <laughs> them and make a doorway out of them. It's oh gonna be God. insane. So um, wait, I gotta ask you because we were talking about it earlier. So I mentioned the Black Widow wave. Yeah. And the Black Widow wave, I think had the same issue that the plasma series figures had, which is if the movie would have came out, you're going to get that kind of second wind of people who went, saw it and their kid goes, 
oh, I want to figure mm-hmm. or going to hit it and come back to it. So how much of how much of that do you think affected these two waves? And then second part of the question is with stuff going straight now to streaming versus in the theater, do you think that's going to affect the uh, toy sales in the long run? If people aren't going to go see it on the big screen, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it. I mean, I, I don't think it is because, like, I'm sure whenever they actually announce the final lineup for the Falcon for the Disney Plus wave, I mean that's streaming. You know, the Wanda and Vision are going to come out months theoretically after their series aired. Same thing with Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, or Cap Winter Soldier, however you want to say it. Um, I don't think that's going to be as much of a factor because, you know, they say that the, you know, the toys are made for kids, but I mean, if you look at legends, like legends are, are made for us. Like they're, that's our line. Like kids might buy it once in a while, but parents don't care about Crimson Dynamo and I'm sure kids don't either, you know? So if they can get their hands on some kind of a black widow figure, when the film comes out, I don't think they're going to care. And that, that value line, um, the five, five inch ones, there's a black widow on that wave, I think. So I think those kind of things are where the kids are going to be. Um, same thing with the Shang-Chi wave. Like those four figures are not made for kids. Like the kids, oh, line, I agree. the kids line is good. I hope that they find a way to get that stuff to stick around, but I don't know. I think the wonder woman stuff for the most part sold, over the summer yeah i think i think it did i actually think it could have the opposite effect because so i only have one kid right but for families that have three kids that are anywhere between six to 12 years old you go to a movie you're paying almost 20 dollars a head yeah plus the popcorn soda so now you rent the movie for 30 bucks on disney plus You've saved yourself a hundred bucks. Now you can go buy your kid a toy and you're not going to be so, you know what I mean? So it could have the opposite effect than a lot of people are worried about. Well, and I don't think, and and I could be wrong because I haven't looked at prices, but I don't think like the, the Black Widow figures from the film and, and we've got a two pack coming out at the end of the year for, for the film. I don't think those are high on the secondary right now. Like I, th- I don't think so. I think if you really wanted one of her from the movie or Yelena from the movie, I think you could you could get your hands on it. Um, same thing with the Shang-Chi stuff. I think even though the movie's not coming out till what, September, I think by the time the movie comes out, he's double-packed. I think you'll be able to get him, and I'm sure they're going to do a post-film figure in some way that they couldn't reveal you know, pre, pre-film. So... Yeah. I, I think it's going to be fine. So speaking of the whole secondary market, how do you feel about these um, like pop-up different sites that you see between Instagram, Facebook that are built around scalping? Have you seen these things? No, no. Okay. So there's, there's one I have to, I followed them. Uh, it's called, hold on. It's basically called like good deals or something like that. Okay. And what they do is, uh, I had to look up the name of it, but there's all of these little groups now that basically tell you, here's items from across 
the you know here buy this shoe you can sell it for twice as much pick up the turtles into size uh pack you could sell it for three hundred dollars buy this concert ticket so it's basically a group of scalpers telling other scalpers what they can buy and how much money they can make off of it that seems counterintuitive to the market for them to help other people to have competition oh because they charge a they charge it's like a scalpers uh oh it's like buy-in um, okay well then that makes sense so yeah, so they so they'll give tips on like like you don't have to follow them, but they give it after it's already came out. So okay. what they'll do is like they started hitting turtles in disguise the first week. By the second weekend, they put it up that hey, we gave these people a tip, and then posting multiple people that sent into them. Look, this is what we sold it for. So I'll ha- I'll send it to you afterwards what the name of it is. But and I, I've seen about five or six of them now. I think it's. I personally think it's smart for them because I think there was co- I think in the last year they saw an uptick in competition. So rather than compete, they found another way to make money. Like so I, you know, I, I think it probably saves them time and gas and aggravation of trying to track these things down um and just charge the people to cuz they know what the market is. I think that that's I think it's I think it's kind of genius. Like I I got to tell you as much as I hate scalpers, when you do see it, and this is the thing about people in general, I said to myself, I might not do it with turtles, but if I see that sneaker, like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 and then all of a sudden I had to catch myself. I was like, oh man, I'm about to, I could cross over to the dark side here real easy. Well, I mean, and it's that thing where it's like, you're like, you brought it up. Like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Like I found, so I walked into Walmart a friend of mine said that they found the Shang-Chi wave at Walmart, right? And so it was about half an hour away from me. And I said to myself, look, the whole wave's not there. It's a partial wave. If I drive down there, by the time I get there, somebody else might have seen his post. They're probably going to get there before me. It doesn't make any sense. So I went the opposite direction. And I went to a different Walmart. And I walked in, and they had two full cases on the pegs just stocked like just stocked like it was like something i haven't seen in forever just completely and i was like that's kind of insane and um i walked up with a cart and i pulled off one full wave put it in the cart for me and i'm texting as i'm doing it another guy was like hey can you pick it up for me sure through the other cart through the other wave in a cart somebody else texted me afterwards i was like okay well i got leftovers what do you want filled up the cart three different receipts two cases full left like one Iron Man and one Shang-Chi on the wave on, on the pegs and walked out. That looks horrible to the outside. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I don't know if you lost your job and this is the way you're making money. You're putting that's in the what, work. You're putting the that's, work. See, that's the, that's the thing, right? There's, there's, there's sometimes where you want to be angry but can you really like you know what you know what aggravates me? The local comic book shop that went and cleared out the target and then puts it up for three fifty. That kind of gets me. But the guy who's hustling to try to pay for their family, and then even with the comic book shop, they gotta stay in business. They gotta pay rent. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you know, as much as I hate it, um, you know. But the the thing about getting it for your friends is the interesting thing because like I have people message me five six times a day 
hey, can you give me tips on how to get the turtles in disguise? And I, I, I literally just respond, make a friend. Because yeah. that's really like, and they go, but I don't have anybody near me. I go, just start commenting on my posts. Somebody will start talking to you yeah. and you can make a buddy. Because that's nine times out of 10, your best way that you're going to get something is have a couple buddies that are out helping each other out. Yeah. I keep a list with me at all times. If somebody tells me, hey, I'm looking for this. If I come up on it, boom, yeah. I send them a message. And Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's what you have to do, right? Like it's, it's part of the thing where it's like, you got me, I got you. Like you got me, I got you. Um, and that's, that's the thing. And the problem where that goes sideways is, um, if you make too many friends. Oh yes. I do know that one because then like I, I posted two of something one time and I had probably three people that wanted it and I had already promised it to, you know, my one buddy. And then they were like, well, I thought. I thought we were in the buddy system here. And I was like, well, yeah, you're just one I, just uh-huh. behind. I, I made my friends. I, I told my friends like up front about a year ago when I started posting more and more stuff. I'm like, guys, here's the thing. I go to stores just about every day. Like it's just on the way home, mm-hmm. on the way to work. I, I go like at least at least to one store a day. So here's the thing. Because I go to one store a day, I'm going to take a lot of pictures if I post it, it doesn't mean I'm at the store. Like, cause I oh, posted yeah. stuff and I've been like, they're like, where'd you find that? And I go, Oh, I found that two weeks ago at target. And I just never got around to posting it. Cause it was a busy day and it got lost in my photo reel. And I was like, I needed a picture for today. And they're like, why didn't you tell us? And I'm like, cause I'm not your personal shopper. <laughs> like <laughs> I like you. I appreciate it. I'll help you most of the time. Um, and then the other rule is it's like the rule of one where it's like, um, I will help you find your first one hundred percent. I will help you find your first one, whether it's, I pick it up for you or I stash it for you somewhere in the store. Have no problem with that. Um, and, and my rationale for that is the target employees stash the stuff in the store. So, so can we, um, yep. or, or Walmart or any place. I'm like, they stash stuff, they hide stuff. They don't stock stuff. They choose it. Um, but I'm not going to find, help you find your third. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm done. Like I got you one. You're good. Cause I've had people that come up to me and go, I need four of these. And I'm like, for what? Like why? Well, I got to compare paint applications and I'm like, that's your OCD. That's your issue. I love you. You're one of my best friends in the world. I will do most anything for you, but no, I'm not going to buy the sixth. No, I cannot you. participate No. Um, and that's the slippery slope because once you find the one, sometimes it's like, oh, like it's like that Dave Chappelle, like, you got any more? You, can you find me a couple? Oh, more? yeah. Like, um, so, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. It's like finding friends, making friends has been great. And I have a rule where there's like one person that I'm like, I got you if you got me. Like mm-hmm. if we find some, as long as it's rare, like or harder to get, I got you, you got me. If it's like, like this morning, I ordered, um, four of these Katie's from target and I ordered four Modocs and he did the same because they're notorious for not filling the orders. Not. And, and I will say this, not because they're hiding them necessarily because they put it on the shelf sometimes. And so if somebody walks in as they're doing their shopping, if they do their, their online orders at eight, when they open, 
you're racing. Well, well, the other thing too is, and this is the this is the more from what I do for my li- for a living. So there's a thing called an allocation, right? Yeah. So when you go on to a website and they've got a, a distribution network like Target, and you put it in your cart or return it or do a few of these different things it's got all these different processes that are happening behind the scenes they're they're holding on the stock that they have sometimes it's telling them that they have stock that they don't have so that's what happens a lot of times with target and walmart the system's just too big to reconcile itself so they oversell because they think they have it in no intention do they try to screw you over but well but but like i said sometimes it's also timing because this happened when the remnant stormtroopers came out, um, I and and Pop Finder was actually working. I watched the stock drop because people were making online orders, and I walked in, and the the guy pushing the cart to do the online order stuff, and he was mm-hmm. doing the picker like thing. Um, I walked up and I said, "Hey, he had one on his cart," and I said, "Oh, where'd you get that?" He's like, "Oh, they're in the back." He's like, "I'm working through this order right now." I'm like, "Well, I want one." And so he brought out the case and I'm like, well, can I just have them all? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I watched our local board go, I pre-ordered that store and they canceled my order. They canceled my order, like six people. And I'm like, well, that was me because I walked in and I beat the system, you know. Well, that's that's the dangerous thing about their system. So they have their, it never made it to the store stock. Yeah. Then they have their target started doing this a couple years back, and Walmart does it now, where they made each of their locations a distribution center. Gotcha. So even though you can pre-order and pick it up in the store, a portion of that stock is still showing in the online gotcha. stock as well. So when everything dwindles down to the end, that's why people keep getting that delay, 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 yeah. because they're waiting for each of the locations to reconcile, to know if they've got to cancel it gotcha. or if they can delay you and delay you. And, you know, I mean, it's it's interesting, but sometimes you just wait it out. And like I've been, I was waiting for a few weeks to get um, the non-platinum or gold whatever that batman you know the todd mcfarland batman that he made yeah but then they had the non-exclusive one yeah that one was supposed to have shipped weeks ago held 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 and then shipped this week yeah like it's it's a fun thing like i feel like the the way that all works sometimes changes as fast as the algorithms for all the social media we're playing with where like the games and the rules change um and 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 it's i think the the one thing is i've i've said it before i love some of the guys like i'm f- close friends or good friends with some of the guys on the west coast in california and i'm like you guys get lucky basically because you just get the stock first so like it just it comes off the ships you get delivered of course you're going to get it first i like to think what we do on the on the east coast is a little more skill cuz it's yeah. like you know we're playing the we're game. We're more scrappy. Yeah, we're a little more because we got to fight for it, um, and and knowing like the thing like we we've come up with the system where um, we just have our lists of UPCs and we'll just walk in on a Monday morning and just go who's got what just go and target and just say scan 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 to let us know in the state who's got the numbers and like we keep a running track so we're playing our own pop finder game because they shut off pop finder. So. Well, what I, what I like, and a lot of people don't like this, um, 
and you get it a lot less from the big guys. But I appreciate that Randy from NECA tells you, like, listen, the yeah. Turtles in Disguise, there's going to be three waves. The third wave is going to have more stock than the first two waves in complete. Yeah. So, you know, I get it. Everybody wants to be the first one that has it. You want to get it. But if you don't, there's going to be time. And, like, stuff is starting to pop back in the store. Like, Walmarts are now getting flooded with uh, the uh, Raff in Disguise and Casey Jones set. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know? great to see those come back and kind of – and I'm curious to see, like, the first round of issues Hasbro had with the Vipers – was one problem. Oh. The second round, <laughs> when everybody got the emails and they were sold out by the time we got into the thing. That was hilarious. Um, it, you know, was the other thing. And, you know, I'm hoping that the next round of whatever they end up doing fixes the issue. Because I understand, like, whatever issues were there, whatever happened is, is, is in the past. Like, it happened. We just got to get past it. I'm hoping that we see the rebound where it doesn't, continue to happen um where they kind of fix some of those issues that NECA has like you can pre-order on NECA like whatever I did bring up with the Marvel team for Pulse where I was like hey guys can and I know you have to you know do whatever you have to do but I'm like you can't make army builders one per customer like or two per customer we're gonna want at least three or four I think three or four would be fair and and you know from previous sales that they're gonna sell so like it's not as much of a risk as as the higher ups might think, you know. So well, that's that's what I think is interesting. So when you talk about you talked a little bit about COVID, right? Um, COVID's changed the way that most people do business, right? And so fast food restaurants are moving away from having people come in. They're moving to drive through and delivery. Yeah, that they can make more money that way. They don't have to pay for the extra space. They don't have to clean it. They don't have to get the decor. They don't have the electricity, right? Yeah. As the collector's market grows, I'm not seeing the NECA's, the Hasbro's, because a lot of people would go and order directly from Hasbro every time if the Hasbro shipped first. Right. And and it's probably a change that they could make. But it's so scary for them to go, whoa, we're not going to just rely on retail. Like, it's such an uprooting thing for them. But if how many people are, I mean, I pay 50 bucks for the premium. They've got a lot of people that pay 50 bucks for the premium. If they just took that number and figured out, okay, we're going to allocate X amount to just the premium customers. And we're still going to let retail happen. But. And then all they're going to do is negotiate up front with the retail folks and say, hey, no matter what, we're reserving this much stock to stay on our online store. Do you really think that Target or Walmart's going to go, we're not going to do business with you then? I just don't see it happening. Well, I think think the difference there between a NECA or or even like a Mezco um, is that their their window of what they provide – to second to to markets is so much smaller where like we're talking boys action right like that's all we're talking about and you've been to toy fair um and so you know the section of toy fair that is boys action it is two aisles out of the entire javits center so we're Mm -hmm. talking about such a small market that it's that I, i don't 
I don't think Hasbro's ready to go, you know, to, to set terms, unfortunately, with a Walmart or a Target. Where they're gonna go? Well, this small little piece, we're just we're gonna do what we want here, but we need you to buy everything else still. And I think that's where the it falls apart because I'm sure that they're going. Well, if you're gonna do that with that, then we don't need you, or we're gonna order less. Or so I think that's a little bit of what's in play. And I could be completely off base, but no, listen, it's it, it's it's certainly it's certainly. Um something that's got to be being discussed on some level. Yeah. And then also they have to have the ability to distribute it. So it's, it's a major, just a, even whatever they have now for their fulfillment center, if they were going to really flip it on its head to do orders to us, yeah. you would need five to 10 more distribution centers to keep up with it around the united states to keep up with shipping there's all these other things so there's a major dollar you know section that goes with that it's just a question of when do things catch up because your little guys are dying walmart and amazon are just getting bigger um target it's the the same so i think it's going to be interesting because i think as collectors we're going to ride a wave here over the next couple years and stuff starts to equal out to what's going to be the easiest for the consumer at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is like, I saw a dip in quality from pulse as well, which made me think twice about doing, doing the pulse premium because like I had an issue where I got the retros and my Cyclops visor wasn't painted. Like the paint line was here and like the whole visor was yellow. Um, it was still in stock. Right. Right. And so I said, okay, I'm going to return it. Will you send back a replacement? Will you put a replacement in the mail? Like, um, and they said, no, you can, we'll, we'll give you something of equal value. And what I got was a Dr. Strange two pack from the 3.75 line. (laughs) As like a, sorry, we fucked up. And I was like, that that's not equal value like and and that's not like except like it's in stock so there's a disconnect between Hasbro Pulse their distribution center and who's handle and and the people that are handling the returns and the issues are Hasbro corporate so mm-hmm. you got to jump through three different hoops and one doesn't know what the other one is doing which is why Digital River was so bad for Mattel back in the day when we dealt with Maddie Collector there was such a disconnect between all the different systems that you couldn't fix an issue. And I really hope Haswell Pulse doesn't continue to go down that road where the disconnects become so bad that like the, you know, you don't get good customer service because up until that point, my customer service at Hasbro was perfect. Yeah, I know. Well, what I find interesting about that is, so I see what you're saying, right? When you talk about Hasbro and the different groups, yeah. okay? And and in there, you understand the difference, right? Yeah. But what I, I, I thought was really interesting was when before the Krang and the Splinter Baxter Stockman 2-pack had really been it, there were a ton of them yeah. at the targets, right? Right at the end or in the beginning, when people were buying them, if there was damages, they were like going crazy. Like target doesn't have an extra one for me. It ruined my day. Like, you know how this corporation screwed me over. And it's like, guys, 
nobody's trying to do this to you. No. They had five. You bought the last one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so there's, there's a little bit of a difference between there's somewhat of an actual issue there that they could fix versus collectors just being unreasonable. Like it's oh, the last yeah. one. Oh yeah. You know what no, I mean? I, I completely get that. Like, yeah, no, the, the level of like entitlement that we see with our, uh, hobby is kind of insane where like, I recognize that like, look the, and, and I've seen it recently where I've been doing close up photography on some of the figures I'm doing. And in my reviews, I mentioned it, I go, guys, when you go look at the galleries, you're going to see some really wacky paint apps. Okay. The problem is a camera is a good camera. It is zoomed in and you've got a good quality picture with the naked eye. You're not going to see these issues. So like, and I, I can forgive that stuff. Like I'm okay as a collector going, that's acceptable. Like I didn't notice it until I did a zoomed in on my good camera that there was an issue Mm -hmm. with it. So there's not really an issue with it. It's where like, there's a gross level of, of damage or imperfection to it. Where like, you know, Cyclops red visor, instead of being here, it's above his lip. Like that, that's where I go. All right, guys, come on. Like this is, this is an acceptable. Yeah, no, that that's one that should have got hit at QC and it did, you know? Well, and, and, and I get it. Like how many, you know, thousands, millions are they producing? And it's very small. And, do the people that are doing the QC really see it? And like those QC things are going to come through. It's the recourse that we have. And this goes back to the beginning of the conversation where we, there's a lot of feeling of like, there isn't a recourse because we're not going to see these again. Like we're, we're just not like you've got like a two week window. It seems like if I don't get it now, that's it. That's it. That's you're done. You're absolutely done with it. And so I think that's causing that feeling too of like, I need it. And if it's not perfect, I'm going to throw a tantrum. Like, well, and and you see it a ton now with NECA is kind of the prime example for me, because if you don't get it in the store, almost every single one of those tune two packs has went up for pre-order yeah three to four months out and then you're gonna wait so but that's the craziness even when people know that they can get it but they may have to wait six to eight months they're gonna go pay the premium or and they're gonna go after each other because they just cannot wait i have to have it it's i need it now you know i'm okay chasing something that i pre-order i routinely pre-order everything on Amazon as my backup, as my net. And then I will go look for it when it hits. And if I find it before Amazon can ship it, I take it. Like I could tell you flat out. So I've got the Amazon affiliate program, right? Yeah. So when I post anything that goes up, remind me when we are done to ask you something about it. So go ahead. Yeah, no problem. Um, And I got to tell you something extra about it too. So I will see literally in a day. It's unbelievable. I'll sell 2000 action figures in a day, but you don't get paid until it ships. And so I've been tracking it, right? You literally end up with less than 50% of the people stick out the order all the way through because they got it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. So that Amazon pre-order is like that, that, like that last ditch, like, okay, I have it. So if I find it, I'll cancel it. No problem. But if not, 
I've got a safety net. It's yeah. like the parachute when you jump out of the plane. It's it the, it's the greatest thing. It really is, and you don't get shit for it. Like you don't get a no. problem with it. It's not like a. I try not to do it with Big Bad Toy Store. Very rarely do I do it with them. Um, but but I rationalize that with going. Well, there's an upcharge on what they they're charging. Plus, I have to pay shipping. So I'm okay. You know, once in a while. So I'm very selective in what I go there for. Um, and then when I do the mom and pop shops or like the, you know, like the, the little places, I don't cancel. I'll find it somewhere else and then I'll, I'll keep it either, either I keep the pre-order or I'll get it and then return it to Target or Walmart, wherever I got it first, yep. you know, but I'll keep the order, even if it's at a premium, even if it's a lot more, I still keep it with those shops, but I'm also very selective with what I do there too, because yeah. I don't want to be in that position where, I, you know, because a lot of times lately they won't take returns at all, even if it's broken, even if it's damaged or broken, they won't take it back at all. Well, my big thing with mom and pop stores was DC direct. Now that it's dead, I, I you I know, screwed there. Let me tell you what happened. I, um, I ordered the Nightwing statue, which is actually the big one right okay. in the middle there. Yep, there yep, there's yep. a mini one. There was a small one and it was like. I want to say that was like 150. The mini was like 90, which blew my mind. It should have been 75 if it's half the size or less. Um, but I pre-ordered it before DC went on. DC Direct went under. So local shop ordered it for me, and I kept checking in. Hey, did you hear about it? Hey, did you hear about it? Like we passed the release date. Oh, they pushed it back. Oh, they pushed it back. Oh, they pushed it back. It's not on the cancellation list. It's whatever. Like a month ago, I was like, hey, like what's going on? Because like. Amazon selling it for twice as much. Like it's, it's more than the, the, the big statue. Now I'm like sideshow sold out. Um, eBay prices. There's only like one or two on eBay and they're going for, I'm like, what's going on with it? And he's like, Oh, they're telling me it's still coming. And I'm like, listen, like, I know I pre-ordered it. I know you're going to get hit for it if it actually shows up, but I'm like, I can't, I, I got to try to find it. Like, before it goes up and I, I i'm not i'm not rational because yeah, you're not going to pay four times as much when no, it finally i'm not if so it I'm, falls through so i'm out on that one like i'm probably not going to get it unless i find it at a local shop or i see it somewhere out because it's just like and they just kept pushing them back and pushing them back and they did the same thing with the essentials where they kept pushing them back and pushing them back and i watched like amazon had them big bad toy store had them and they weren't shipping to the little shops I missed on the last, I think, wave or two that way because I had them all pre-ordered with my local guy, yeah. and then it just never came through. Yeah, and I, and they're going for premium now. I Those know. last couple figures, yeah, eighty, hundred bucks, one hundred and twenty, and it's like you know, I, I need, I would like them, but you know, I liked them when I was paying retail or you know, a couple bucks above retail. Even that but, was was painful considering like what yeah. was in the box. Um, so. Well, so I got one other one I want to ask you about. Yeah. So how much do you know about this Megalopolis and premium DNA thing? I know nothing except Jay Hernandez got blocked <laughs> for, for bringing it up somehow. Um, I, I don't, I've heard people complain about Megalopolis. Like I haven't heard anything specific. Um, I've just heard that they weren't filling orders and they kept promising, you know, we're, we're getting better. We're fixing it. And I've never dealt with them. I, I, I've kind of stayed out of it. 
it reminds me from what I've seen everybody talking. And again, this is just Facebook posts, rants and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of what, what was going on with Shocker Toys, where it was like promise, 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 never follow through, but they took the money. Um, and so... I, I, so I, I, won't, I won't say too much, but I'll say in the next week or two, I'm going to send you a link because one, uh, one of the people that I know wrote a piece about it that has some, some good details that you're, that you'll want to hear. But how do you feel about supposedly the same people that were part of megalopolis are part of this premium DNA? And I'm looking at these figures and they look really cool. And I will, I, I was posting them and people were flaming me. Yeah. Flaming me. I, I, so we had issues with shocker. Because we had appointments at toy fairs to like meet with Jeff, right? And um, we'd go for our appointment and he'd be like, yeah, 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 we got this, we got this, we got this. Um, you know, you know, you take, go take pictures. I, I got to go do whatever. Um, I'll tell you a story about a, a company that, that we mentioned today that, that did that to me and why I won't buy from them anymore. Um but like he would, he would kind of do that. And then, so, but through the emails, he'd want all the promos like, Oh, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? And so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're happy to do it. But here's the thing I need, I need a Dick Tracy. It's sold out or I need the tick or whatever. There was one of the figures that Bill or I wanted and we couldn't get it. Like we had trouble pre-ordering and whatever. I was like, look, we just want this. And so one year we went to toy fair I mentioned it. He's like, Oh, I don't got any in the booth, but, um, but I'll send you one after toy fair. So I was like, okay, so we'll put up the coverage as we were leaving and we were at a booth next to him and we were doing an interview there. I saw him talking to a buyer and literally just reaching on the table and just give him the figure that we wanted. And I'm like, you could have given the guy anything in that booth to sell your stuff. But the one thing we've been asking for, for months now, you turned around and gave it like after like, and and he never came through with it afterwards. Um, yeah, well, man, he was. Uh, the, some of the stories are unbelievable. So, so all, so that happened. That was directly with me. And I also noticed <laughs> there's a really funny story. I'll do this one quick. I was at San Diego Comic Con, and people were not going to the booth. This was when it was kind of falling apart, and the booth was empty, like completely empty, right? And you could see people mad, and we were all talking about it. And on like the last day on Sunday, I walked by the booth, and it was packed, like packed and i'm like what the hell is going on i got a picture somewhere of it um he hired strippers get out or or women who were enhanced let's put it that way (laughs) wearing cosplay costumes like jessica rabbit like spilling out of her top right and all the guys are in the so it looked like a really busy booth like everybody had to be there right and i turn so i'm looking at the booth like this way right and I'm like, what the hell? And it, it, every, if anybody's been, have you ever been to San Diego? Uh, no, not San so, Diego. So That's the only one I haven't been to. In San Diego, if you go to the back of the wall, you know, just like convention center, so you go to the back wall where like the concession stand is. And they've got like the, you know, the, the loading dock doors that kind of come in and out and like the stairs, like the, the staff stairs. And I'm standing there and I turn around like this and who's standing like in the shadow? 
Jeff's standing there in the shadow taking pictures of the booth packed and you can't see the models, the strippers or the models or whoever they were. All you see is like hundreds of guys standing in line to get into the booth and he's there oh smiling, God. taking pictures. And I'm like, oh, you're a, you're a genius. You're both like diabolical and a genius because you everybody complained about you for four days, but you packed that booth and got the pictures to prove it. That's what scam artists do. That's the crazy thing. So I then, mean, so you then know. they they were doing a company was doing like hack and slash um, figures. <laughs> I think they were hack and slash, and so they hit me up on Instagram, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, great new toy company, happy to help you, whatever. And then I got a message from somebody else and said that their marketing person was Jeff, and I, and I was just like, I'm not posting any more of your stuff. I didn't say anything to them. Um, but I mentioned something. I was like, Hey, is Jeff part of your company? And I can't remember if it was me or somebody sent it to me, but their response was, it's none of your business who we hire to run our stuff. And it has no impact on who we are as a business. And, and, and my thought was it a hundred percent has everything to do with who you are as a business. So how long ago was that? Cause I, I actually have. Okay, so you know that there's that new company right now that's doing the the Spectre. No, not the Spectre. The Blue Beetle. Um, the Blue, Blue Beetle. Beetle. Yeah, Blue that's Beetle. the company. That's the company. Okay, so I they reach out to me. And so my knowledge of a lot of this behind-the-scenes stuff isn't as thorough as one of my buddies. So I reach out to my buddy, and I go, what's up? And he happens to be the head admin now for AFJ. And he goes, no, this guy, he's behind the scenes, right? And so I just happened to say, listen, what's up? You know, and they now swear we're not connected at all. It's completely separate. And I went, well, listen, if you want me to do a review, I'll do a review. But do you want to come on and talk about it? You know, because like, but can you get him to come and talk too? And they're like, yeah, we think we could do that. So I had every intention of hop. Like we were going to, we were going to have a conversation and I was going to go like, let's hear your side of the story on this. Cause I've heard all of these like insane yeah. stories and the guy is pleading like behind the scenes. Like, listen, in my life, I've worked for companies that are going out of business. And when you start to go out of business, you make decisions that you probably don't really mean to do, but you're just trying to stay alive. Right. right. And so that's what the way that he sold it. And so we were going to do this talk. We were going to do this talk. We were going to do this talk. And then, oh, we're going to push it a week. We're going to push it a week. We're going to push it a week. And then it just never came together. But I had all intents and purposes of just, I just want to get his side of the story. Because I would love to hear from you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I read that, but I wanted to hear him and ask him, like, talk through it. Yeah, talk, talk through it, and see, you know, what I could flesh out. But it didn't happen. Though I'm going to try to do the same thing now with Megapolis. So we're going to see. It'd be fun to watch. So um, tell everybody where they can find you. Um, so uh, you can find me at Total Toy Recon on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. I just don't do Snapchat or TikTok. Okay. All right. MJ, thanks for taking the time. It was great to talk. It's always great to catch up and talk. Always. Definitely. So, yeah, I I guess. Hold on a second.
This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!